When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, where we are going over the campaign book, Horror on the Orient Express. I am Ariel, your keeper, and let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I play Kyle Draper. My name is Mark, and I'll be playing the gentleman known as James Clarkson. I'm Michelle, and I'm playing Doris Oakley, the private detective. I'm Daniel. I play Fred Lyons, the parapsychologist. Okay, let's get started. Where we last left off, you had taken a train from Paris to Poise. You had gotten off the train, spent half a day at the town hall, but you did find the address to the mansion and you guys were heading that way so we will pick up as you guys are leaving the town hall so to get to the site you had to retrace your steps towards the station and the direction of the church so you guys pass the church and you uh, Go by a large and grim building. Okay, so you guys just keep on walking. You guys walk down a cobblestone road, zigzagging in and out. And you finally get to the address. Now, the house is surrounded by a large crumbling brick wall. The walls are in part supported by massive climbing rose bushes, which cover them. The roses would be incredibly beautiful in the spring, their perfume filling the area. In winter, they are grim and forbidding, having been pruned back and resembling twisted and knotted barbed wire. Through the gateway, a small two-storied brick house can be seen. Smoke rises from the chimney and a warm, comforting light fills the downstairs rooms. And as you're looking at it, it is plain to see that the mansion of Count Fenelik once stood where the small home now waits. Um, there's no mansion here. Well, there once was... Okay, once was doesn't help us when we don't have a way to go back in time. Well, perhaps it's something's buried somewhere. 
Uh, shit, that's right. We did bring shot. No, we didn't. So yeah, you guys are standing. There's a like a gateway. There's no gate, and you're looking at this house. Uh, I'm just gonna go walking up to it. Okay. I'm gonna knock on the door. You knock on the door, and a man answers. Uh, good evening. I'm saying in French. Uh, we understand that a mansion once stood uh, where your house currently sits. And we were wondering if you had any history of it, if you knew the history of it. And the man says, come, come inside from the cold. Oh, right. And he opens the door for all of you. He's welcoming us inside. Okay. I'm going to keep smoking on my way in. I'm going to ask him if it's okay if he smokes in here. Uh, yes, it's fine. All right. Um, he takes you into the kitchen. Uh, my name is Christian Lorraine. Uh, James Clarkson. This is my associate, um, Kyle Draper. Almost called him something different. Uh, the good Dr. Lyons. And, of course, Ms. Oakley. Oh, uh, he's a doctor as well? Yes, he's a psychologist of sorts. Oh, I am the town doctor. I guess not a psychiatrist, but I am the doctor here in town. <clears throat> and he um, has you sit at a table in the kitchen and he starts making coffee for you all. I need you to, all of you who are looking, you need to roll a little spot hit. Oh, 89 out of 69, so no. Nope, 40 over uh, 37. That is a 12 out of 75. 17 out of 42. Okay, oh, so... 17 out of 42. <laughs> um, Doris and Kyle, you see... A nasty scar on the back of his left hand, which disappears up his sleeve. Does it look familiar to any wounds I've seen before? It's like a cut on the back of his hand going up his sleeve. It's, it's a scar. Mm. It just looks nasty. So I'm going to lean into uh, old Mr. Fancy Pants. I'm going to be like, hey, Maxwell. I'm going to nod towards his sleeve. I'm going to, like, look, try to look at what he's looking at. Okay, now that he pointed it out, you can see there's just a nasty scar on the back of his left hand. Uh, and it's Clarkson, by the way, not Maxwell. He turns around, pardon? Oh, I'm my associate. Uh, he thinks it's funny to call me not by my name. Sorry, Jarvis. He's... Um, I'm going to like, of course, in uh, in um, French, say that he's an American. So excuse if he's a bit rude. Yeah, he starts laughing, <laughs> and he goes back to making the coffee. He says, "What brings, what brings you all here?" Well, I'm uh, I'm a bit of a history buff. I, I love to. Uh, especially French history. Um, and there was a, a mansion that once stood here that I heard about. I read it in a book somewhere. I can't remember where. But it was the the mansion of a, of a, 
a bit of a, a well-known local, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, what was the name of that gentleman again? Are you saying this in English? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, which gentleman are you talking about? The man, the mansion guy. Oh, you mean the count? Yes. Count Fenelik. Fenelik. Yes. Ah, yes. Of course, I've heard the stories. And Doris, as they're sitting here chit-chatting, a small child comes and sits on your lap. Gross. It's a little girl. Well, hello. What's your name? She just stares at you. Uh, she probably doesn't speak English. Oh, I... Um, what is your daughter's name? Oh. You came in here and sat on her lap. Oh, that is Kitri. Uh, the name is Kitri. Hello, Kitri. Um, uh, bonjour is how you say hello. Bonjour, Kitri. And she smiles at you and just starts rambling random three-year-old kid things, but uh, in French. <laughs> She's talking normal uh, three-year-old nonsense, really going about her, you know, describing her day and whatnot. I am going to try to pay attention to what she's saying just because kids sometimes blurt the truth inadvertently um, about random shit they might have seen or heard um, while also trying to pay attention to him. Okay. She's really just saying, oh, I played inside today and I played with my dolls and just going on just about random things. Nothing really important, important. peak your interest. Can I lean down to her? I'm going to put the cigarette out. I'm going to lean down to her. I want to do a magic trick. Oh, God. I'm going to take my box of matches and I'm going to make one of the matches disappear. Take two matches out. I'm going to do one disappear. Can I roll for acting? Yeah, I'll accept an acting. Oh, I failed by one. So you flicked a match across the room. I want to use a luck point to succeed. Okay. <laughs> so you almost stumble doing your trick, but you sorted it right out and you did it. And she's just smiling at you in awe. Right. Good trick. <clears throat> but... Uh, I, I did have a few questions about the, the mansion. What happened to it exactly? I'm not quite sure, he says. I believe it burned down, but I could be wrong. <clears throat> then they built this, and well, we've lived in here for hmm, 10 years or so. Um, was were any of his possessions, uh, did they survive the fire at all? I don't believe so, no. And at this time, he sets um, cups oh. of coffee down for you. Oh. Uh, I'm going to try to roll a psychology to see if he's lying. Okay. 42 under 60. 60. Oh, okay. No, he seems like he's telling the truth. <clears throat> All right. Uh, well, um, I'm going to turn to Kyle and the doctor and say, what is it that was in the mansion that we were looking for? Yeah, we're looking for information to where parts of the simulacrum are. Hmm. He's stating that um, 
He's saying that he doesn't know where anything has gone. Did you say simulacrum? But it's in French. But the word. Uh, He understood what you just said. Yes. I'm going to nod. We. Oh. You know, I've heard that word before. Let Uh, me think. Where would that be? I can't remember where. You know, let me ask my wife, Veronique. She might know. So he goes and leaves. Um, can I try to surreptitiously listen to see if I can hear, like, hear him talking to her? Um, you can, but he walks up the stairs. I'll try to stealth behind him as best I can. Okay. Nope. You try to creep up the stairs, and he turns and he goes, I'll be right back. Oh, all right. I was just appreciating your artwork. I'm <sighs> looking at, like, paintings. I'm sure he has on the wall. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he does. So he goes and goes through a door. Can I hear him talking at all, or...? Uh, roll me a listen, but it would have to be like an extreme listen. I'm searching, just looking around. I'd like to roll one as well. Okay. I would ask the little girl questions, but I don't know French. <laughs> She's just smiling at you, and sometimes she'll like pat your face like softly and just sit there contently. All right. So, extreme for my listen, and that's the. The it's lowest value? Yeah. All right. So my extreme is four. I got a two. Ooh. Okay. Like, I did not. I got a 25. I was not expecting to roll it, but when I came two, I'm like, let me find out what my extreme is. <laughs> just to make sure. So I have a 73 and listen, and I rolled a 25, so I'm not even fucking close. So you're like really concentrating to listen, and you hear him talking to somebody and saying that the guests here were asking about a the simulacrum and he couldn't remember uh, where he heard it from and he asked her if she knows and you don't hear anything back but then he says ah wonderful and then you hear him moving around then you hear the door open and he comes out Uh, as he comes down the stairs I'm going to played off like I wasn't listening like looking at this painting and I'm going to ask him is this a, a, a Claude Monet ah well it is a knockoff oh sometimes you can't tell they're so well done <clears throat> indeed and he hands you a letter it says uh, my wife uh, says to read this letter I'm going to open it and start reading it. Okay. He goes back in the kitchen and, I'm gonna, and like, sits down. Follow behind him while reading. I'm not. Did he leave the door open upstairs? No, the door's shut. Damn. I'm not gonna take the chance of sneaking up there either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I probably could, but I'm not taking that chance. Don't get us kicked out of here. <laughs> And it says to who it may con- to whom it may concern. 
I realize that I am a complete stranger and that this letter may well mean nothing to you. My name is Edgar Wellington and I am researching the history of a statue known most commonly as the Sedefkur Simulacrum. I recently came into possession of an old scroll which presents an intriguing description of the item. This piqued my interest, and I am now endeavoring to trace the simulacrum. My search has led me to your address. The name is probably meaningless to you, but through my research, I have learned that the last recorded resting place of the piece of art was in the house that occupied your land in the late 18th century. The statue was a unique Arabian artifact lost during the events of 1789. Its last owner was a German nobleman who once lived where you live today. Please, I ask that if you have heard any local stories regarding this item, or maybe found any traces of the old house and its possessions on your land, which might give a clue as to the eventual fate of the object, would you be so kind as to write to me with a summary of the information? I apologize for the rather strange nature of my request, but I feel that I should pursue whatever leads remaining to me. I hope that you will not go to any great length regarding this. You are most sincerely, Edgar Wellington. He says, oh, this letter is meaningless to us. It arrived six months ago. Uh, do you know anybody in town that would know anything about the history? He says, um, hmm. And as he's thinking, Kitri accidentally jolts your arm, Doris, <laughs> and you spill coffee onto her arm and into your lap. Oh no, are you okay? I'm gonna get up and like kind of and start wiping off her arm. As she starts screaming like a demon, apologizing, uh, Christian goes and gets a cloth for you to clean your lap off, and tries hushing his daughter and takes her into a bathroom. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> I hope she's okay. He says, oh, yes, she's fine. It's just a little red mark. How long do you intend to stay? Um, well, this this piece of art is quite priceless, and I'm uh, helping out an archaeologist friend of mine who's trying to track it down, and I told him I would investigate as, uh... Um, for as long as I possibly could without going above my means. Um, I would love to have you all for dinner and if you wouldn't mind, um, you can stay the night here. Well, that would be fantastic, of course. Um, lads, uh, madam, uh, he's stated that he would love to have us for dinner and uh, if we want to we could stay here for the evening 
<clears throat> I think that would be best. Yes. I'll have my things retrieved from our things retrieved from the station master and delivered here. I'm just going to kind of look up and down. Right. You don't have anything on you. <laughs> Uh, I I'm gonna have a bag with a spare change of clothes. Uh, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna ask him. Like, is there like how many rooms do you have available to you? Oh, we have three rooms. I call top bunk, Fred. Well, it, remember, it's not just us four. I've got uh, two servants with me as well. <laughs> All right, Mister Moneybags, go buy him a hotel. Well. I, uh, uh, he says, well, your servants are welcome here as well. Yeah, we just don't want to overstay our, our welcome, of course. Oh, I see. I see no wrong in you staying the night. Alrighty. It's much appreciated. I'll have my uh, servants bring our stuff here post-haste, and uh, we'll chit-chat before dinner. Wonderful. So yeah, I'll send my servants out to uh, go get our shit. And okay. <laughs> so yeah, while they're going and getting you your too. shit, go get our shit. <laughs> <laughs> while you go get your shit, well, your servants go get your shit. Christian starts cooking dinner. What are we having tonight? So he says he's making an eel soup. Uh, I have questions. Um, I'm going to pronounce, I'm going to like say it in the French way, like the lamprey a la Baudelaire's, so they don't know it's eel soup. <clears throat> oh, yeah, because that was my question. Yeah. It's like, is it really eel? Because I'm. And say, I'm saying it the way it's pronounced in French, so they don't know it's eel soup. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> he's going to say it in, you know, French, yeah. so you guys have no idea what you're about to eat. So, uh, what's what? in it? Uh, it's a seafood dish. Very good. I don't like seafood. <laughs> it's French. Is there bread or something on the table? Can I have toast? Because I'm going to walk up and go, oh, seafood. <laughs> so you guys hear footsteps down the stairs. Ooh, it must be the missus. And yes, you see a woman approaching. Oh, bonjour, mademoiselle. She says, good evening. Uh, My name is Veronique. Clarkson. James Clarkson. At your service. This is... Kyle Draper. You're uh, speaking French, so you're just pointing at me, and I'm like, yeah? Smoking uh, my cigarette. Yeah? Uh, There's Dr. Lyons. He's a psychologist. And Ms. Oakley. She's a a private investigator. These two are private investigators helping me uh, look for a lost piece of art. Oh, yes. Did the letter find you well? It it it, it, point, it definitely pointed in the direction that my friend suspected that the, that the piece of art was here at one time, but we need to find out what happened to the original structure. So... And she, as your guys are talking, she goes and sits down and you all notice that her left hand is really bent and twisted. And she sits down and joins you. 
Um, Doctor, I noticed it earlier, and I didn't mean to pry too much, but, um, your hand has a nasty scar on it. I was wondering how you got that scar. Oh, yes, I was cutting the roses back last year and injured my hand on the thorns. And despite my best medical efforts, the wound became infected. I was ill for weeks. Uh, it's a 29 under 60 to see if he's lying about it. Yeah, I'm watching him talk the whole time, and I got a 47 out of 74 for psychology. Okay, yeah, he's telling you the truth. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I'm just waiting for body language to be like, eh. <laughs> As for his body language, he looks calm and collected. He <clears throat> says, uh, my wife here, she suffers from terrible arthritis. Huh. So I try to help out as much as I can as he's gesturing towards the cooking. Mm, of course. And she says, yes, he's very dear to me. And little Kitri, she just is running around. She runs out of the room. Typical toddler. So the dinner, he finishes the dinner and you all sit down to eat. It looks and smells delicious, sir. Don't be rude. Eat the food. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to rhyme. I'm already done okay, eating. <laughs> and Kitri does come back in and sits down and eats. Just an FYI, I eat like a savage, so. Do you have a little bit... <laughs> A little bit of class, sir. This is... Kitri sees you eating like that, and she goes... You see, you're teaching the child bad manners. What do you mean bad manners? You sound like my wife. You have a wife? Yeah. He's married to Miss Evelyn. Langdon. Langdon. Really? Yes, he doesn't need to work, but he insists on working. <clears throat> His wife is the richest person in all of... Arkham, and he insists on gallivanting about wasting people's times. Being rude. Uh, I'll have you know, uh, I hold a very important job. Oh, yes. Well, very important. I protect the world from evil. Thank you very much. What oh. goddamn we'll hero. Say that out loud. <laughs> the goddamn Lorians hero. are kind of looking at you. I apologize. He's American. American. <laughs> <laughs> So all you hear is like, you know. I just want to say, I get done first. <laughs> so you basically hear the French for sorry, and then it's like, American. <laughs> hey, fuck you. So little Kitri says, Mama, I'm tired. So Veronique ushers her upstairs. <clears throat> And then she shortly returns and said, I put her to bed. I appreciate this fine meal. You didn't have to make such a wonderful meal. I understand that this dish is uh, somewhat of a delicacy. And it's good to see that uh, fine manners still exist 
uh, in this world, especially amongst the French. We find the town hall, the guy down at the town hall was quite rude earlier. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, some, some men here still don't have manners for foreigners. He, he assumed I didn't speak, speak French very well, but quite fluent in it. In fact, uh, uh, during the war, I assisted um, Frenchmen in decoding uh, German transla- transmissions in a listening post um, on the uh, front lines of the trenches. Oh, my. So I'm going to step outside and smoke. Thank God he went outside to do that ghastly While I'm looking around. (laughs) Okay. So. This is the most P.I. Kyle has ever been. (laughs) Um, I will get back to you. Um, Veronique asks you all if you like opera. Oh, I love opera. She says, Christian and I went to see the famous soprano Katerina sing at the Paris Opera House. Ah, I've seen her perform in London one time. She's absolutely brilliant. Yes, what a wonderful performance. Yes, indeed. I'm just kind of sitting here staring between them because I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, because I'm doing the P.I. thing. I just assume you um, said smoking and drinking out of your flask. I'm going to... Uh, We'll do that too. <laughs> can I roll an intelligence to see if I remember exactly who that is? Because I'm basically bullshitting my way through this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. 79 under 80. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you remember. Right, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was her. <clears throat> <laughs> so, um, how long have you been a, a doctor, exactly? Oh, for, hmm, almost 20 years now. Well, have you always taken care of this town? Or did you... Yes, I grew up here, and I went off to get my doctorate, and I came back to settle down. And how long have you and Veronique, Veronique, Veronique been together? What, a little over ten years now? I believe. Yes. That is smashing. Um, do you guys, do you have any questions for our hosts there, Dr. Mizokli? Not that I can recall at the moment. Um... Would it be all right if I retired for the evening? Uh, she's wondering if she could retire for the evening. Of course. And uh, Ver- Veronique gets up and she leads you into one of the bedrooms. All right, let's get back to Kyle. So... You go outside and you're looking around, correct? Where mm-hmm. are you looking? So first thing I'm looking is the structure of the home. Is there an implication that there's a basement or a cellar? Roll me spot. Okay. 61 out of 75. Okay. It would seem that there is a cellar. Is there any cellar doors or anything on the outside of the building? 
You do see a set of cellar doors. They are locked. I'd like to pick that lock. Nope. I'm going to press it. And... Broken lockpick. Nope. <laughs> Probably did break my lockpick. Yep, your lockpick is broken. It's a good thing I always keep two. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to break the other one. What a jackass. So, back inside. They are chit-chatting with you and they ask so you were asking about the mansion that used to be here do you know what it looked like I'm quite intrigued Uh, I still haven't found any pictures of it that's what makes it so hard to track because there's no there's no actual paintings of it um, and when it was destroyed, it, it you know, it, the, the time frame is, is very skewed and the history of it is, is quite complicated. So it, it's very unique in the fact that every, everything that existed doesn't exist anymore, but there was priceless works of art in the mansion itself that it could be worth quite a bit of money if found and uh, archaeologists are scrambling desperately trying to find it but well I I honestly don't remember seeing any sort of sculpture or anything weird but no. You know, I've had an inkling that there are cellars underneath the house. I was just about to ask because this house was built on part of the old foundation, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yes. I'm, I have a cellar I, um, that I can get into, but... I believe there's more. It doesn't cover the entire house. No, um, but if perhaps there's old tunnels that run that connect these old cellars, perhaps there's a tunnel that connects your cellar to an older cellar, or perhaps if we probe the ground long enough, we might be able to find um, within the old foundation uh, some kind of basement or cellar to um, investigate. Well... Tomorrow, tomorrow I, I must go back to work. Mm-hmm. However, if Veronique is okay with it, well, you can sit here and look if you would like. That'd be fantastic. I'm more than willing to uh, pay for your time and your, your hospitality, of course. Oh, no, 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 no. I will not accept payment. Kyle, are you coming back inside? I'm looking for anything on the outside that looks out of out of the norm. Anything that looks suspicious, footprints, other like entrances, um, old wells, anything. I'm going to um, grab my pipe from my coat pocket and say, I'm going to excuse myself outside and uh, have a pipe um, for a bit. I don't like smoking inside. It, I understand it, it can get quite 
thick sometimes, and some people don't like to smell. Um, so I'll, I'm just going to have a stroll down the down the lane and have a, a pipe. And okay. I'm going to go outside. Okay. So Christian and Veronique just kind of look at Fred. <laughs> I just realized I left you two alone. Well, <laughs> this is awkward. Um, you guys want to play hangman? You be like- I can't. I can't speak French. Well, they they kind of point at the the bowl that you had, and they kind of do a little thumbs up. I don't know if that means I want more. If that means it was good, I'm just gonna do this—the thumbs up at him. <laughs> uh, and they nod their heads at you. They just they were asked one another. They if give it was you good. triple the portion. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't too nice to say no. I'm just like mm, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so outside. Uh, I'm gonna strike a match on a stone and light my pipe. Okay. And I'm just gonna be like, Kyle. Not okay. yelling, but just like kind of talking at a higher pitch, like, Kyle. Okay. Did I get anything from my looking around? No, you didn't. Everything seems normal, and the only footprints you see are your own. So, um, you hear James calling for you. I won't even need you to roll a listen, so. I'm going to wander around the corner, cigarette in my mouth. This is like my third cigarette since I've been out here. <laughs> it's just cigarette butts littering around. <laughs> you dick, clean them up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I assume you've been looking around for a basement or cellar or crawl space or something to break into. Why do you assume I'm going to break into everything? Because that's your style. You break into things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not break into that cellar in Boston? Uh, I did not. It was unlocked. You still walked in without permission. That's considering breaking and entering. No, 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 no. It's just illegal entry, not breaking and entering. Breaking and entering would imply that I broke the threshold with physical force. Right. Well, were you trying to break into something? No. No, I was not. I just walked in. It was not my fault. So Anyway, we're getting off the point. Yeah, there's a cellar. And? It's locked. And? It's locked. Okay. <clears throat> Probably gonna have to go have you ask permission to walk the grounds. I have permission to walk the grounds. Beautiful. Tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Really? What? It's we're kind of we, on a time constraint. What are we? We gotta to race do? crazy it's, pyromaniacs. Okay. It's dark out here. People what are setting people on fire, and we don't. <laughs> I, I I don't like to be toasty. Who was set on fire? <laughs> the doc that sent us on this whole damn was he set fucking on fire? crazy shit. I thought it was just the, beat, the, the shit beat out of him. Yeah. No, the, the, the house oh, the house was, was torched. Okay, yeah. yeah. They didn't try to set him on fire. They just torched his house. Uh, he had burn marks. You dropped your cigarette, you fool. <laughs> now who's burning what down? <laughs> so I smoke a pipe. It's much. Anyway. Yeah, uh, he had burn marks. Uh, not doing too well when we left. That's so. true, but they weren't trying to burn him. They're just trying to burn the house. Oh, no, it. no. They just set him on, the house on fire with him in it. Yeah. Who's the investigator here? Well, so exactly. far, I've gotten permission to... <laughs> yes. 
So far, you're the only one who speaks French, so That's either I was going to break in or you were going to get permission. One of the two was going to happen. Well, I was trying to, you know, somehow ask permission to search the man's house. And he actually brought up the, the idea himself with a little bit of my help. But still, because the house was built within the foundations of the old house. Mm -hmm. We can search the cellar, perhaps... If we're lucky and if it's cool, um... I'm sorry, did you just say cool? Yes, it's trying to get the modern slang in there, you know? Um, okay, uh, Williams, uh, knock it off. Uh, right. Um, but if it's hip enough, then... No. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to find a secret tunnel connecting the different chambers within the, 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 the foundations. That's my mind, of course, but I've been reading far too many books. Had too much So now you tell me how to do my job. Is that how this works? Yes. Because I tell you how to spend your money, right? No. Exactly. So you stay in your lane. And don't use that talk. It's whack. Whack? What does that mean? Means you're going to get one in a minute if you keep running your fucking mouth. <laughs> I don't know if this man wants to pleasure me or smack me. What is a whack exactly? You keep talking shit, you'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> so, uh, let's hurry up and go to fucking bed because I'm ready to fucking look at this shit. Yes, I'm ready to retire as well. Um, seeing that we're gonna have to share a room, as uncouth as that is, um. I call Top Punk. Perhaps it'd be wise if one of if we took shifts sleeping to make sure that nobody moves around outside as well as inside. Okay, I'm going to sit right here. Is there like a chair or something on like is there a front porch or anything? You can come inside, you dote. Okay, number one, that's a fancy word that I don't understand. Number two, I'm pretty sure it's an insult and you're an asshole for it. Number three, uh, I could... But you said we're going to have to watch inside and outside. There's windows, you jackass. Yep. Okay, now you're telling me how to do security detail. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fucking Jarvis. <laughs> if somebody oh, comes so you're just going to, to blind spots on the exterior of the facility. You're just going to sit out here <laughs> in the cold hey, you remember how I escaped asshole? an entire fucking insane asylum? It, you honestly needed to be in there. Oh, yep, I totally did. <laughs> what was your What was your plan sneaking back to that office anyway? What do you mean? Like, what What, what exactly was your idea to? Because you know you don't speak French. You both hear some type of <clears throat> okay. Open the um, let's just say okay. it may or may not have been my plan to get brought in there because we weren't getting anywhere by you speaking French. Oh, so that was your whole plan was to get caught. When you open the window, mm -hmm. it's not facing. But now you hear a little bit more. Okay. So out steps Christian. During our argument. <laughs> and is everything okay, gentlemen? Um, my American friend is just being a bit unreasonable. He's wanting to walk the grounds tonight and try to look around, but I'm telling him it's too dark, too cold, and um... As he's saying this, I'm pulling my flashlight out and going... 
You don't understand what he's saying because he's talking in French. Oh, God damn it, that's right. <laughs> so. Oh, he says, yes, it's going, it's very cold out here. Yes. You should just come inside. I tried to explain to him that French, win- French winters can be a little bit chilly. You don't know I'm lying my ass yep. off. Says, of course. Speak French, motherfucker. French, dude. Speak it. I know he wasn't inside when I said so, but <clears throat> more than welcome to look around in the morning. It is private investigator nature to investigate things. And I told him that, you know, I told him that we had permission to do so in the morning and he wanted to be gung-ho about it. Oh. Okay, well, come inside, gentlemen. Right, Kyle, inside. Okay, hold on. Jeeves, calm your tits. Close. I'm going to walk back in. <clears throat> okay, so as you guys... Americans. <laughs> as you guys go back inside, you all hear a scream from upstairs. Oh, I'm running run up there. The room and run to the screen. Yeah, as you, because you would be closer, um, Doris, the door to Keetri's room flings open and she's just running. Like towards me? Away from you towards the stairs. Okay, I'm going to run and try to grab her. Okay. She's a three-year-old, so yes, you can catch up to her. And Kyle, you're running up the stairs as well as Christian and Veronique. And I'm just, right into that I'm just gonna room. wrap her in a hug to kind of try to calm her down, since I don't know French to calm her down. I'm going to walk over to my freshly bought rifle case with the rifle in it, and open it up and get ready to grab my rifle. Okay, so, um. You guys get up there. You're holding the girl, and Veronique takes Keetri from you, and you run into the room. What are you looking for? <laughs> Anything. Okay, roll me a spot. You fucking kidding me? After she takes the girl, I'll follow him in there. Okay. Can I look around, too? Mm-hmm. Can I press it? Yeah, there we go. 31 out of 75. Okay. What am I rolling? A spot. Nope, 49 over 42. Okay. So as you're looking around, you both don't see anything amiss. You see the blanket, her blanket was thrown, and you're looking around, you don't see anything. Can I look under the bed? Yes, you can. Nope. No, no, no. That's a big no, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, you look under the bed. It's a little dark. He has the flashlight shining somewhere else, so you don't see anything. I'm going to throw the remainder of the clove of garlic I have in my pocket in the center of the fucking room. Okay. That's fine. So. I'm going to. I'm going to, like, not have my rifle because that would be a little scary. But um, basically, not close it, but just like halfway close the case so I can quickly grab my rifle if needed. And I'm going to go upstairs and ask what's the matter with the girl. Well, Keetri quiets down a little bit. And you hear her say she saw a boogeyman at her window. 
and you see that her arm is still really red from the coffee. What was the boogeyman? What did the boogeyman look like? And she just says boogeyman. And Christian says, oh, it's just a bad dream. Can we hear? Oh, no, they're in fr- They're speaking French, so we can't hear. Yeah, you can hear them. You just don't know what they're saying. Um, can I examine the girl's arm to see if I can, like, um, look at the red mark to see if it resembles anything or if it looks like something's wrong with it or, any- or anything like that at all? You can examine it, yes. And- mm. Be a, a medical. Medical. Huh, cool. <laughs> no. That is. That's 10 over 1. <laughs> 10 over 1. Close. No, it looks really red, but it's about all you can discern from it. It's a burn, but not really um, a bad burn. Doctor, could you come here, please? Yeah, I'll go over there and see what he wants. I, I know you have a disdain for children, but can you look at this child's arm to see if this red mark looks odd to you? Yeah, I'll look. You want me to roll medicine? Yep. I'm going to fail because I only have a one as well. Oh, really? I thought you had medicine. <laughs> Son of a bitch, what kind of doctor are you? I almost made it. Really? I got a five. Oh, God. son of a yeah. bitch. Almost. <laughs> now and he says uh, Christian says the, there's no way anybody could climb up the side of the house Keytree and look through your window it was a bad dream so I'm gonna walk out look at him what's the kid saying uh, boogeyman at the window right up fuck outside and investigate the side of the house I'm gonna go over to the window and look out okay so you will be a spot Ooh, 41 over 42. Okay. Under 42. under 42. So you're looking out and you don't see anything. You see snow on the ground and... Do I see tracks or anything? You look down and you do see tracks, but they're kind of going around the house. Oh, those could have been from him. (laughs) Great job. You muddled the water there, Kyle, by being a dick. (laughs) <laughs> so you go outside. I mean, you were being a detective. And you go back towards the other side of the house where the little girl's room is looking out of. And what are you looking for? Claw marks, soot, discoloration, anything okay. out of the ordinary. Roll me a spot. I got an 11 out of 75. Okay. You don't see anything. You see your own footprints. You're looking at the side of the house and nothing of soot or anything. You see nothing. No claw marks, no anything. There's nothing like, there's no, there's nothing like on the window. No. Okay. So Christian just tucks Keytree back into bed and sits with her for a little bit. I'll, I'll make sure the window's locked. Okay. And I'll draw the curtains across. So as I walk back in, and I'm going to go straight to uh, our wonderful, wonderful uh, Jarvis. Benefactor. Benefactor, yeah. 
and I'm going to walk right up to him and I'm not even going to look him in the eye. I'm just going to get right up next to his shoulder and go, so this is why you stick to money and I stick to the monster hunting. And I'm going to walk right past him. Do you have a gun of any kind? I'm going to stop back up. Do I have a gun? Yes. I have three. Right. And I'm going to hand him one of the two stakes that I brought. Right. I'm going to, like, tuck it in with my gun and just... Do you have anything to make these rifle bullets a little more potent against whatever that thing might be? Are you thinking it's the Count? Uh, let's go outside. Right. So when we get outside, we'll look at him and go, I don't know if it's the Count, if it's uh, a, uh, shall we say, a lady of the night. Uh, a lady of the night. I don't yeah, know. they kind of hypnotize and turn people and shit like that. Hmm. I don't know exactly what it is. It could be something completely different. I don't have anything to go on. There's no claw marks. There's no discoloration. There's no soot. There's no previous dispersed smoke. There's nothing in the room. I threw out garlic in a room. It's probably going to stink. But at least now she's got a warding from at least this thing. Um, So, Quick question. Do vampires fly? Or levitate or anything. Can I use an intelligence to recall? You can. That is a... Nope. 89 out of 55. You don't think they do. Say, I've got it in my notes back home that they do, but I I was like, let's be fair about this. No, she would have an armoire. Should we have checked? I don't think they do. But, uh... I haven't been able to extensively research them. Right. Because I've killed every one of them we found. Yeah. Before they could fly anywhere. So I'm assuming they walk around like people. But they have misted and smoked and turned it out of the things. I have seen that. So I don't know. Possibly. Let's track it up for a maybe. Well, then. Uh, I would say. I'm hoping you agree with me in the fact that it would be best if all of us be inside. If you're outside when something strikes and nobody hears you get taken, then... The problem I have with this whole ordeal is there's too many blind spots while staying inside. It's true, but it's most fortified. Okay, uh, you can't fortify a house from a bulldozer. No, but they're not going to have a bulldozer. I'm going to give him the weirdest fucking look. What do you mean? Uh, let's just say uh, if this vamp can smoke through a door, um, what makes you think he can't smoke through a wall at any point? Anywhere. Also, uh, the vamps I've gone against, up against, pretty incredible strength. So they are, in fact, the bulldozer. Yes, I know, but wouldn't he be more subtle with it? 
just tearing through a house with a ton of witnesses isn't the most keen idea. Monsters don't give a fuck. <laughs> you can also shred us to pieces in our sleep. I think best to do is have two people up. One interior, one exterior. Rotate. Keep warm. The problem with that is I don't want to get the Frenchman involved because that's going to be strange to break it to him that there's possibly a fucking vampire <laughs> hunting us. All right. Well, then I propose this. Two people up interior at all times. That would Can we negotiate that? That sounds best. All right. Because that'll leave less blind spots. Yes. One upstairs, one downstairs. I can I can deal with that. Perfect. We I'm agree. Down with that, as the youth would say in the future. I'm gonna storm in. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Okay, you guys go back inside. The Lorians all go to bed. That's where I'm gonna end the episode tonight. <laughs> so I'm gonna guess that I know that they're gonna be up, so I'm not gonna sneak out of my room to <laughs> yeah. or since they're I could sneak out and look around while they're so thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Hey, everybody. This is your Mythos Master, Ariel. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter. Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high.